Guys, it's that time to get something to ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis C. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. <sighs> Nubby it was an interesting show we did last week. You know, it was very interesting. Yeah, not not so much of a show that we did, but a show that uh that I knew that when we would guest spot on it, it would be so miraculous. That we'd have to utilize it as our own show. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of you out there who just listen to straight audio, whether it be on Apple, iTunes, or Google Podcasts, or uh, Spotify. You're like, well, Travis, Steve, we, you didn't have a show last week. Well, we were guests on the Power Hour, hosted by Steve, C-Red, uh, Rion, and Katis Rack, and they released through Facebook. Uh, and that was considered our show for last week. Uh, so I know, uh, Nubby, I believe you released it on Facebook. I did. So it is posted on there. So I recommend you guys go and check that out. But it was really uplifting because we're able to kind of clear the air on a lot of things. We did. Especially on my end, because I guess, uh, I was wrong about something. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what are you talking about there, bud? So. There was a lot going on last week. You got to refresh lot, my memory lot, here. You got to refresh my memory. Yeah. Yeah, a lot going on today. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glad we got that shit figured out too. Um, so <laughs> it was me the whole time. <laughs> damn it, damn it. Um, all right. So last week, or actually, I should talk two weeks ago on our show. Yeah. I uh, went a li- kind of off a little bit on Rian. And C-Red because I felt like they were blaming Steve for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And there was a comment on the Power Hour that week of where Rion said somebody chose that life. And I thought, well, I, he, I thought he was talking to me because they were talking about my match with Aaron Stone and an upcoming match with Rufus Rock and Rivera. Yeah. Well, it turns out he was actually talking to Steve. Because Steve, you know, Steve likes to interrupt, and in the middle of the conversation, so much. So in the middle of a conversation, just like I'm doing to you right now. I know, right, Dick? Excessively in amount of time. Right. So in the middle, even when somebody says, "Let me finish my statement," and then you could talk. (laughs) So in the middle of a conversation, and you would just go ahead. Okay, I'm done. But that's what Steve does, and that's what's nutty about it. If he would just sit there and just silence himself for a brief moment, people would be able to articulate what other people are saying. Maybe if Steve wasn't Steve, you wouldn't have misinterpreted what was said. Yeah, that's a possibility, because it was a conversation about me. Yes. And Steve mentioned something, and he might have mentioned himself and Rian is them what said, he said what he said about him. Mm-hmm. And I took it the wrong way, but uh, the, there is a but. 
because I'm not taking full responsibility. I'm still not wrong about the actual meaning behind it. Because yeah. we can't, I will not put bl- put blame on Steve for what happened with the workforce. But I, I understand why Rian did what he did. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, don't put blame on Steve for the workhorses. Well, because the workhorses jumped Steve after his match with Aaron Stone. But that was Steve's Rian, fault. That wasn't his fault. They that actually was, that got, was Steve's fault. How did he do? He didn't antagonize the workhorses at all, ever, never, ever. None of that. None of what happened before that show ha- mattered. Steve just got oh, his ass beat. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait a minute. It doesn't matter. Okay, so the workhorses got into IPW by beating the shit out of Steve. Yeah. Well, Steve got himself disqualified, but nonetheless. So yeah. the workhorses became official members of the roster. So yeah. that everything else between him, them and Steve settled down-ish. So Steve, fast forward, wrestled Aaron Stone. Got his ass beat. He lost. Steve was getting ready to, you know, take his bows, you know. (laughs) And it was after Aaron Stone, you know, shook his hand. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden the workhorses decided, hey, let's beat up Steve right now. So Steve had nothing to do with that. But no, because Steve had nothing to do with that. What happened prior has nothing to do with what happened that day. So you believe because Steve didn't say anything negative about the workhorses at that show, the workers had no right to go and attack him. And he didn't say anything to them. At it was that the workhorse at that show. We are yeah. talking about that show at that point. Workhorses had no dealings with Steve that day. But, Up Steve, until has been, the end. but Steve has been bad-mouthing the workhorses for a very long time. Yeah, but what do the workhorses have to gain? They just won the trio's tag titles that day. An opportunity, bud. They had an opportunity to beat Steve down. But there was no justification for that moment. So, basically, what I'm saying is Rion got himself beat up, and then Steve Red uh, wants to post blame, too, and saying that, you know, the workhorse is just going around attacking people left and right. And now Steve Red's afraid of the people that work at the building. But then if Steve Red, he's so afraid of that happening, but he was the one that attacked um, Hot Rod Daddy Andy with a belt. That's why I called him out. Moral of the story is I called them two out. Now, the meaning behind it still stands, but I do apologize to Rian for misinterpreting what he meant. Debbie, I think everything you said is foolish. Yeah, well... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but if somebody said something bad about you a month ago, you're not going to just let that shit go. But the fact is that, that, that Steve has been bad-mouthing the workhorses week in and week out for a very long time. Yeah, well, the workhorses deserve it, so... Well, yeah, but actions have consequences. For every action, there's a reaction. So, yeah... If Steve's going to badmouth somebody, he has to accept the responsibility of those actions. It, it was not warranted that day. Steve just got his ass beat by Aaron Stone. It's always warranted when there's an opportunity. If you have an opportunity, you take the opportunity. 
Well, this was just an opportunity to show their faces. This is all about the workhorses doing what workhorses do. It has nothing to do with Steve. I think if it was me in the main event, they would attack me. Well, because you badmouth the workhorses. You and well, Steve they... have a problem with a lot of people, and I don't quite understand it. Come on. You like even my, had... Like, like my, Wait. Like my... You badmouth the workhorses. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You call them ugly. Well, they're ugly. I mean, they're you ugly, yeah. they're, Do you think they're not going to attack you for uh, calling them ugly? No, they're not going to attack me. They're children. They're, they're 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 small little children. Sure, they run in a pack, but that don't mean shit. Well, well, nonetheless, last week's show was fun, despite yeah. being off the rails time and time again. And I will say this because I know it's going to come up on the Power Hour uh, this week. If they happen to listen to the show before then, everything you're saying now. And their defense of what they may say is, oh, well, Nubby couldn't just say this when he was here with us. You didn't really have an opportunity to talk that much. So it wouldn't have mattered if I had notes for anything. Actually, 100%, yeah. Now, that's funny to, you know, poke fun at you for. But, no, you really didn't get a chance to talk. And a lot of that I do blame for myself. I know that I am quite talkative, and I do take up uh, a lot of time from, you know, shows and stuff when I speak. Uh, so who knows? Maybe if we get back on the Power Hour again, uh, you know, you'll have some more opportunity to talk. Um, I know it was mentioned on the Power Hour that Steve's uh, time in this business is coming to an end. Um, but who knows? Maybe the Power Hour still live on. But at least I know, at least you should know that you have the abundance of opportunity to speak your mind here. Regardless and of I'm how wrong not... you are sometimes. Sometimes. Not always. I mean, if you, you know, talk shit, get hit. Isn't that the saying? Yeah. Exactly. Bitch, right. Bitches get stitches. <laughs> we got some independence to talk about, but before we do, I want to talk about a couple things that came up this past week uh, in the world of women's wrestling. Uh, the two biggest things, obviously, we saw the return of Sarah Logan on Friday Night SmackDown, uh, which was pretty cool. It was awesome to see her back, especially with uh, the Viking Raiders. Um it's sounding like they're throwing the word Valhalla around a lot, so I'm wondering if that's going to be like a new faction name or something. <clears throat> but um, obviously it's really cool to see her back. Obviously they're kind of getting some of the the previously released stars back into the business. Um, but one of the other things I want to talk about is actually um, through a whole second. I know I'm going to cough and it's going to be bad. Guys, I'm going to cough a lot and I do apologize. Uh, Weather change does that shit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, one of the bigger things I do want to talk about, other than, hey, welcome back, Sarah Logan. It's awesome for you to be back in this uh, business. Not a big fan of the fact that all these factions they're creating are men and women. I wouldn't mind to see an all men's or an all women's faction, but it seems like every faction that they're creating has men and women in it. Uh, these Vikings, um, Hit Row, uh, Delgado Phantasmo, Judgment Day, uh, the OC, shit like that. Uh, I get it. You know, they're trying to blend men and women together as pro wrestlers. That's fine. But if you're not going to let the women wrestle men, what you're doing is mute. So, mm-hmm. think about that, Dodie. But over on AEW, 
uh, this past Wednesday, Paige cut a promo on it. And I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that promo or not. But um, somebody from SCW, and I'm not going to name names, somebody from SCW posted about how proud they were of the promo she did. And I want to tell you why it sucked. Um, first off, when you're kind of promo to somebody, and you know this better than I do, so you could probably tell me if I'm wrong or not. Did you watch the promo at all? I watched part of it. Okay. There were parts of it that when she is talking to Britt Baker, when she gets to the the high point of her statement, she would turn and hard camera and talk to the crowd instead of just keeping her focus on Britt Baker. And I think that was stupid because it didn't happen just once. It happened multiple times where she'd be like, be like facing Britt Baker. It's like, I'm going to show you once and for all. And then she turns to the hard camera and the fans because this is my house. And like, I'm sorry. Say that to the person you're fucking talking to. And no, I just, I, it's cool that certain people find passion in certain promos. That promo just seemed to lag any kind of like, you know, shock value. There's no awe to it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's really cool that she's cleared to wrestle. She's coming back. She challenged with Baker at their next pay-per-view. Hey, that's awesome. Um, but it, it gets to a point where what is being said in promos, regardless of how real or, or not they are, when you keep talking about the same thing over and over, it gets redundant and it, it loses its like, it, it loses like the ability for, for me as a fan to get behind you. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Paige struggled with addiction. I, I, I know she did. And the fact that she overcame it is fucking awesome. But how many wrestlers have gone out on fucking national TV, whether it be WWE, WCW, AEW, TNA, whoever the fuck it is, and pretty much work shoot a fucking promo where they talked about getting over an addiction? Jeff Hardy did it. Moxley did it. You know, Shawn Michaels fucking did. Everyone, and and don't get me wrong, it's awesome when they do it. But you gotta stop doing promos like that because it becomes redundant. And especially if you're going to do a promo to somebody, don't turn and pander to the fucking crowd because it loses the fucking passion in it. You know, you stare at some, if she stared at Britt Baker the entire fucking time and just spoke everything she said to her, it would have meant a lot more than her pandering to the fucking crowd and the hard camera. And I don't know if that's a WWE thing or not, but that that kind of ruined it for me. And also, also real quick, and I'm going to let you respond. There was one thing I said about SCW promos that I can't stand, and do you remember what that is? Uh, screaming? Yes. I can't stand that every promo I'm seeing is somebody yelling. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's very late 80s, early 90s sounding and it's it's annoying. You don't get you don't get your your thoughts and emotions through in a promo through how loud your voice is. It's how you it's what you put into that voice. It's what you're it's what you're saying, not how you're saying it that gets over to a crowd. 
And I think that was her biggest thing. I think she tried to speak too loudly and too aggressively to get by what she tried to do. Mm-hmm. So let me get your opinion on what I just said. Uh, you're not completely uh off on that. I feel like if you are in the ring with somebody and you are cutting the promo on that person, all the attention should be towards them. There are moments that you can in the middle of the conversation, depending on what you say and how you say it, you can go to the crowd. Like I've seen MJF do this before and I think it's genius. I've seen other guys do, but MJF's been like, like the main promo guy in AEW besides when Punk did it, but um, before you start to speak on another, like before you get into your next sentence, you know, you get you get that little pause in between, settle yourself, whatever, and they always go to the crowd. That is okay. I think what you're saying is like you're in the middle of talking and you just focus to the crowd and then, but you're still talking to that person. Yeah. If that's okay, but it depends on how you do it. If you're just going, oh, I'm going to kick your ass, and then all of a sudden you walk over to the hard cam and then you're still talking, I think that's, yeah, that's taken away, but it's okay to do it, but you got to know when 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 it's the right time. But I get it. It's not bad, but it's not great. Okay. When you get a chance, I want you to go watch that promo in its entirety. It's like 10 minutes. Watch it in its entirety. And you're going to understand what I'm talking about when I talk about her look at somebody. And it's not, like I said, it's not happening once. It's multiple times over and over where it, it goes from her cutting a promo on Britt Baker to pandering to the crowd in what is supposed to be an emotional observation of her life. She's talking about coming back from neck injury, from public humiliation, and from drug addiction. And you lose all of that emotion and feeling when you have the appearance of pandering to a crowd. That's the thing that sucks. And hey, I'm not saying hey, everything she said was correct. She busted her ass. She traveled to UK. She, you know, she went to promotions that would turn her down because she's a woman. Like I'm not taking, I'm not taking away any of that. What she said. Is amazing and awesome. But how the promo was done that just lost me as a fan. And I love Paige. Paige is one of my favorite. She was my favorite wrestler when she debuted, when she was in WWE. I still watch her t- uh, Twitch stream from time to time and shit. Still watch her tit? Her tit? Yeah. I've seen those videos. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not oblivious to how life is. I'm a fan of Paige <coughs> wrestling. I'm a fan of Paige. I mean, that fucking uh, movie, uh, Fighting with my family. I oh, watched that, both that was a fucking awesome movie. Right? I've watched the movie. I've watched the biography about that fucking, uh, about what that movie was made from. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy that she's back. That promo just wasn't her best. And maybe, maybe there's some ring rust to it. Maybe it's the fact that she hasn't cut a promo in so long. Whatever it is. It just wasn't that great. And I wish she would have done better. Um, but who knows? There's still time. But for the SCW people who watched it and had a shock factor to it, hey, good for you. 
but I wouldn't put that as your benchmark, as your, like, this would be my moment thing if I were you, because it wasn't that great of a promo. It could be done a lot better, but... Uh, other than that, there was something else that was mentioned, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, uh, had to do with AEW and somebody in AEW, uh, insulting Braun Strowman because he was wearing tight red pants. I don't know if you ever saw that article about it or something, but there's, I, like, there, there's like mixed things going on. It seems like, yeah, someone did insult his pants. But I don't know if that was at before or after he insulted the Indies uh, as a whole. But uh, I, I, it's just stupid fucking Twitter batter between wrestlers that, you know, should focus more on, you know, their in-ring work than their yeah. fucking social media. Hello, this is pro wrestling. I, I just know that those were tights. There wouldn't be an issue with it. I think people are just talking just to talk. Yeah. It's what, it's what people do these days. Yeah, do-do. Um, oh. Other than that, other than that, there's not really much to talk about as far as uh, wrestling. Uh, I know we didn't get a chance to kind of recap uh, the last uh, the pay-per-view. Uh, I think we were going to do that last week. We didn't do it. Uh, long story short, you won. Uh, you're, yeah, one, sure. you're one match short of sweeping the entire fucking thing. Damn. I can't remember which match that was. I, I did know, remember last week. Was it Judgment Day versus OC, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. I might have been. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yep, I lost that one. <laughs> but yeah, there was, there was, you were one away from sweeping it, so awesome. Um, I think the next one and the final one is Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think you might have a chance to tie me. Um... I have to double check, but uh, where the hell am I at? Two, three. No, you can't win. Hey, I'm doing good. Hey, I'm doing good for just starting. Second place, though. So next year, uh, I plan on expanding this. I think we're going to do pay-per-views not only for E, but potentially also AEW. Cool, cool. Uh, because next year we're also going to grow talking about uh, the televised stuff as well. So um, we'll get all the logistics of it figured out. Uh, we're just going to kind of keep what we're doing till the end of this year and go from there because we only got a few more episodes left. Of this, about a month worth or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Eight? No, not even eight. Six? Six episodes left of this year? So, uh, but next year, uh, we're going to try to uh, revamp the show to get equal amounts of televised wrestling as well as indie wrestling and stuff. And uh, I just want to encourage everyone again, as Nubby has in the past, if you work for a wrestling company or you book a wrestling company or you know of a wrestling company that you would like us to promote or talk about, let us know. We would like to talk about as many shows as possible. Um, I would like to get to the point where we have so many shows to talk about that we can't talk about every single match on the show. We just have to talk about the the, the main event style ones. Right. Like, I want I want I want to talk about so many fucking indie shows. I want so many indie shows to talk about that we have to split this into two shows again and have an indie show and a mainstream televised show. I want to get to that point again, and we can only do that if you guys let us know about the companies that you work for that you would love for us to talk about. So yeah. right now we're talking about indie stuff, but. 
we can always branch out. So make yeah. sure you reach out to us on JFW Podcasts on Facebook or at uh, Just Figure Wrestling at Yahoo.com. All right, Nubby, let's uh let's do some uh turtle indie talk. All right, but before we get into the tit, oh. I have a question for I have a question for you. Okay, and I feel like this question needs to be asked. Yes, where, where do you get your comics? Where do you get my comics? I buy, I buy all my comics, whether they be graded or raw, at CarterComics.com because it's a one-stop shop for all my comic needs. And it can be your comic needs as well. If you're looking to build a collection or continue on to a collection, or if you're looking for that one comic to finalize a collection, CarterComics.com is the best place to go because they have an entire website full of comics, many titles, many, many, many artists, uh, created titles, however, whatever you're looking for. I feel like I'm almost getting Trumpish. Many titles. Huge. Fucking huge. Uh, there's so many titles to choose from on their website, whether they be raw or graded. Uh, but if you're, if you're a big fan of like eBay bidding and auctioning and stuff like that, they do have four different eBay accounts that you can find just by going to cartercomics.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage and you'll see the four different accounts that are available right there. Our discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. We'll save you 10% on your entire order of cartercomics.com. Not only on their website, but also on their eBay accounts. So if you're looking to buy on eBay, use the promo, I'm sorry, the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Cartercomics.com. They got comics. That explains everything. Yeah, since we're plugging shit. Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> I thought about plugging something. Like, do I want to plug something? Do I want you know, fuck. It, I'm gonna plug something real quick. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because it it's related to somebody in the wrestling business, and I'm nice like that. Uh, guys, it, it, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned it on this show or not. But over on this freaking show, uh, me and Cartoon Joe recently interviewed these two girls who created a brand new podcast called Babes of Lore. Uh, it's hosted by, uh, oh, what the hell's their names? Morgan. Well, I know Morgan is the one. And, and the other one. I don't know. Please hold. They need to get this shit on iTunes. I don't feel like downloading Podbean. I want to say, I want to say Lindsay. I want to say, I want to you know say what? Lindsay. You might be right. You might be right. I want to say it's Lindsay because I know she said something about like her name being like spelled goofy or some shit. I don't know. Lindsay, boom! I got it right. That's okay. They don't listen to this show. How dare they? Morgan is a trainee at Southland Championship Wrestling, and she uh, came up to me and asked me about my opinion on this show. I told her I loved it. Fucking go for it. And they have. So Babes of Lore, they started on, I think, episode three of all times is releasing this Wednesday. And uh, right now it's currently available on Podbean and Spotify. Now, Nubby, to answer your question about iTunes iTunes and Google Podcasts have this weird thing where you need X amount of episodes released before they release you onto iTunes. I can't remember the number. It's either 5 or it's 10. I can't fucking remember. Um, I think it's stupid. I'm not a big fan of that. But 
they are set up for iTunes. It just until they get to the number, they won't be able to uh, release onto there. Um, but it is coming. Uh, I know they're having fun doing it. I'm enjoying watching it. I actually watched the episode of Supernatural before I go and watch their show. So um, they seem to be having a lot of fun. I, mean, I recommend you guys checking them out. Uh, make sure you do follow them on either Spotify or iTunes when they do get released or over at Podbean. Either way, if you're into, like, you know, folklore and ghost stories and stuff like that or you're a huge fan of Supernatural, I definitely recommend uh, checking them out. Babes of Lore, B-A-B-E-S of L-O-R-E. Nubby, anything else, or can we get into some turtle indie talk? Ah, uh, you know what? There might there's one thing, just a shout out. Hell's bells. Two, two listeners that do listen to us. Yeah, that's why they're listeners, right? Oh, they yeah. are they are the L I M, the lovely intoxicated men of rock. rock yeah, and- who the fuck is that? Apparently, they're fans of us, but I don't know who they are, and I feel bad about that. They're uh, they're just you know super fans. They get drunk at the shows. And they love me, and they love our show. So shout out to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep uh, annoying uh, Damien Saint because I think it's fun. <laughs> Whoa! I, I would never do it because he's my boss, but it's entertaining for you guys. So don't stop doing what you do. When is the next Rocket Pro show? December third. We're gonna have to get him on the show before that. He said he's welcome to do it, so I'm excited for it. Um, so yeah, so wait, so who are these people now? They're just they're fans. They're super fans. They're called the Lovely Intoxicated Men of Rocket Pro Wrestling. They're super they super fans. So they get their home the show. Yes, they do. Good, because you know what happens to people who don't listen to my show? They can go fuck themselves. They can go fuck themselves. All right, so now that's out of the way. It's time for some tit. Tit. Talk indie turtle. So, uh, I got a couple shows of results. Uh, one actually just hit my doorstep today. Or no, it happened Saturday. It, uh, it was sent to me Saturday night by BJ Porter, who happened to make his debut at Black Label Pro. What is Black Label Pro? Um, just another, uh, company, um, they've been around a little while, I have never really seen a show or been to one, but they do well, they just had a show in Indiana, I want to say, Maryville, Valparaiso, one of those Yeah, teams. I know, I know they're based out of Indiana, <coughs> Maryville, Sherville area sounds right, um, I haven't been to I haven't been to one of those shows, uh, but I know I remember seeing a lot about them a couple years ago. I don't know if they were on a hiatus because of the pandemic, but mm. um, yeah, no, I, I do know they're in the northwestern part of Indiana, and I want to say it is around Sherville or Maryville, somewhere in that area. Well, okay, so they had two shows this past weekend, this past Saturday actually. They had a three o'clock show. Um, BJ Porter again, uh, made his debut, you know, that's awesome for him. I'm glad he's getting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, you know, people are seeing him and he'll be able to get what he deserves, you know, a chance and I'm happy for the kid. Now, if he ends up in WWE or AEW before me, 
I might get jealous, but I'll still be happy. I'm going to get jealous. <laughs> I might get mad. But I'll still be happy for him because, after all, I did train him. All right. So um, I'm just going to go through the results, and then I don't, I'm going to fuck up these names, and I'm not really too familiar with them. So. So, uh, it was Blake Christensen versus Alec Price. Alec Price took the win. Sawyer Wreck versus Queen Amanita. Sawyer Wreck takes the win. Uh, Space Pirates versus Oliver and Wayne. The Space Pirates, uh, won. I assume they have last names, but I'm going by, I'm going by the sheet here. They're uh, new, buddy. They're, they're fucking new. They're fine. All right. Dominic Guarini versus Trick Davis. I do know Trick Davis. He's a uh, phenomenal athlete. I'm surprised he hasn't been up in the upper companies, but um, Dominic ended up taking the win. Eric Stevens versus Kevin Blackwood. Eric Stevens takes the win on net. Uh, Ify or Effie versus Rohit Raju. Uh, sorry. Butching these names. Uh, if he wins, Brandon ripped that one. Good job. Um, the Black Label Pro Championship match. Calvin Tankman versus Levi Erbet. Everett. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Calvin, um, won. However, Billy Starks did a cash in. And took the belt. Billy Starks uh, does sound, uh, sound familiar. Was he an AOW or uh, female? Billy Starks, female wrestler. And she wrestled at CSW. The name yes. sounds familiar. I'm trying to remember where I heard her from. CSW. Um, she's all over the place. She's been on. I think she's been on AEW Dark. But gotcha. Yeah. Um let's see. Twist and Flip and Isaiah Moore versus Devin Monroe and NDS. Winner was Twist and Flip and Isaiah Moore. That's a funky name. Twist and Flip. Jeffrey Johns versus Joshua Bishop. Joshua Bishop wins the match. Uh, Eli Isom versus Kevin Koo. Kevin Koo wins. Trevor Outlaw versus Percy Davis. Percy Davis takes the win. And Filthy Tom Lawler versus Carlos Ramon. Filthy Tom Lawler takes the win. Alright. Alright, the next show. Later in the day. Billy Starks versus Zoe Lucas. Billy Starks takes the win. Dan the Dad versus Swaggle. Ooh, Dan the Dad wins. Harlan Abbott versus Kobe Durst. Kobe Durst wins. Hog and Dog versus Natural Saint. Natter Day Saints. Hmm. Okay. Natter Day Saints. Hog and Dog wins. Uh, Misha Samovich versus Jake Something. Jake Something wins. Kevin Knight versus Kill, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. 
Filthy Tom Oliver takes the win. Carlos Ramon versus Alan Ingles. Alan Ingles wins. Joshua Bishop versus Big Damo. Joshua Bishop wins. Trey Lamar versus Chase Holiday versus JC Jossi versus Malik Delvante. Trey Lamar takes the win. Isaiah Bronner versus Matthew Justice. Isaiah takes the win. Trick Davis versus Vinny Pacifico. Trick Davis wins. Cody Lane versus Dylan McQueen. Cody Lane wins. And finally, Violence is Forever versus the Bang Bros. Bang Bros takes the win. Whew. That's a lot of fucking matches. And that was Black Label Pro. Um, I believe they are all over social media. So just uh, for more information on them, check out Black Label Pro Wrestling on Facebook. And yeah, it looks, it looks like it looks like they kind of wrestle out of uh, Crown Point, Indiana. That's right. You know what? It was Crown Point. Yeah. Uh, I don't see anything posted about their next show as of yet, but uh, hey, if they want us to talk about them, we will. That was definitely a freebie. So if anybody that has connections with them, have them send us a message with future dates and matches, and we'll be glad. It'll be our honor to talk about it. Everybody gets one until they reach out. Well, the one has to happen out of the blue. I'm not well, going to just happened. Tell. It just happened. Right, but I'm just I'm not going to go out of my way for the next one. No, no, no. You did do and, that once already, and I'm okay with it. But you can't do it again. Okay. So. <laughs> Well, this was for BJ anyway because he. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. He did out of, out of his way to do it without me asking. So. Well, if BJ knows anyone over at Black Label Pro who wants us to continue to talk about their company on our show, we request that BJ gets a hold of them and say, "Hey, reach out to them and tell them you want them to do it," because that's how this works. That's how it works. That's how it works. You know, I just, I, I just want to be acknowledged. I want somebody to say, hey, can you do this? I don't want them to assume it's going to happen. Acknowledge travesty. Now I will. Acknowledge me. All right. So that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. On to the next. We have some POW Entertainment results. POW. <coughs> POW, POW. All right, uh, Marco Anthony won a battle royal. How about that? What do you have, Marco? It's also kind of cool how this is like this is not the Russell Rage show. That this is literally the following week, right at their NT Wood, Good Wood Bar and Grill. I was there once, and I got disrespected by Jimmy Blaze. So did my friend. What a dick. And my friend was a female, and he he swatted her hand. Dick. Oh, dare you. What a dick. Um, Jimmy Blaze defeated Kazile by DQ when Tommy Macabre hit Jimmy Blaze in front of the ref. Both Kazile and Tommy uh, beat down Jimmy Blaze. 
knowing Eric Freedom wasn't in the building. He must have got stuck at the old home, old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Scott Spade with Tiny and Mr. Misery came out to save the day. Um, it turns out a tag match was then um, started there between the four people. Kazile uh, uh, <clears throat> and Tommy versus uh, Blaze and Scott Spade. Um, well, because Scott Spade challenged, um, challenged them to a match right there. Kazile and Tommy ended up winning uh, by pinning Jimmy Blaze. Uh, don't like you, Kazile, but good job. Um, Axel Braille defeated VIP. Go figure. <laughs> and I don't think his lawyer was there for that either. <sighs> you know, I tried. I tried. But VIP, come on. Step up your game. Let's go. You had a chance to redeem yourself and you blew it. Uh, VJ Price. He always blows it. Yeah, he does. With or without his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, VJ Price defeated Meat Hooks O'Bannon <laughs> via distraction from Xavier DeFaust. Well, hey, that's Meat Hooks' problem. He should never got distracted. Tough luck, big guy. Too bad the uh, high voltage title was not was not on the line. <clears throat> How's that? Is that still pending? You know what? I got a I got a meeting Thursday, uh, so I will follow up at that point and hopefully have a better answer for you soon. All right, cool. Listen, man. <clears throat> as much as I would love to say yes, um. I don't really got final say and stuff like that at the moment, which is fine. Um, I can live with that because I'm a team player. I'm a team player. I, I'm, I'm not the kind of person to sit there and, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, poke the bear or, uh, you know, take things a little too far. Um, I just want to, I want to do my job to the best of its ability. And, uh, if this is if this is a way for me to get to that point, then uh, so be it. All right. But I just want everyone to know that I love my boss because he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mason Perks took out Marco Anthony and defeated him. Damn. <sighs> That's your boy, Mason Perks. Um, Talented kid, so- Talented fucking kid. Oh yeah, him and him and Mulligan fucking tore that shit up twice. Yeah, and there's and you know I when you sit there and you watch him kind of like perform more and more, uh, you can see why he was on Team Pow in that uh, elimination match. Oh yeah. Um. Well, that was the end of that show. Um, they have here. Um, some stuff about Rage Reaction on December 3rd. Um, I'm not gonna blow the load right all of it in one day. I'm just gonna throw out one match signed right now. And I wanna do this for you, Travis T. Cause I think this match will hit the heart. 
There's a triple threat match scheduled for December yeah, there 3rd. Is. Yeah, there is. It's Polly Tomaselli. No. Versus Axel Rico. Yeah. Versus the human highlight reel acid. The only human highlight reel. Fucking acid. <laughs> My cousin, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really excited for him to uh, I believe this is going to be his POW debut. Um as far as Yep. I've been informed. Uh he's never wrestled a POW before, which is kind of surprising to me. You would think after the I don't know, 25 years that, uh, that acid has been in the business that you will have came across POW at some point, but, um, I'm excited for that. That match is going to be really cool, but also the, uh, the, the POW heavyweight championship match is also really awesome. And we'll talk more about that in, I'm guessing a couple weeks. So yeah, for sure. Definitely. I don't want to blow the load. Oh, hundred percent. No, I mean, we, um, you know, <coughs> It, it would just, you know, there's a mute button, motherfucker. I've been over here coughing like a goddamn felon, and I've been muting my shit. The the button's over there. Monster. Um, yep. Yeah, no, uh, and that's another thing, too. Like, there's so much wrestling to talk about. Uh, it just, it takes up way too much time to talk about shit that's two, three weeks out right. and everything. So, uh, no, we'll talk more about it. But, yeah, it is really cool to ask is going to be there. At POW and good for POW. You know, you 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 realize that you're going to sell out tickets when you bring SCW into the show, and now you realize, right. well, maybe I need to bring some new people in. I love how everyone's surrounded, like has some kind of like relation to fucking Travis. You're like, oh, oh. shit, SCW, Acid, Travesty. I'm like the fucking son. You are, yeah. you are one son of a gun. Hell yeah. But no, it's really awesome. We'll talk more about that in a few weeks. Oh, definitely. Um, all right. Next on the docket, and I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go with this first, just so uh, everyone can plan ahead of time for it. And uh, now, normally I do this uh, next week, but due to them being on a Wednesday, yeah. we're gonna do this early. So ARW presents Black and Blue Wednesday on November twenty. Third it is the night before we stuff our faces and hate our families. Eat some pie. Are you gonna go to Black and Blue? As far as I know, right now, um, there's one thing for sure. Nothing is for sure. Now, um, the plan is to be there. Um, how do I, how do I hang this up? <laughs> the way uh the way my work schedule is right now, uh it will definitely allow me to go. So yeah. we'll see. But I'm not gonna make any promises until it's time. I guess Maybe. the question is, do you want to go? Oh, I definitely want to be there. I have it's fucking wrestling, bro. Well not only that, you could I, there's people I want to hang out with and have a beer with and you know, say hello and maybe get my foot in the door, if you know what I mean. Have you not have you not worked an ARW show yet? No. I did work for ARW back in the day when it was under different management one time mm-hmm. as a butler. <laughs> nice. 
I was um, Dave Allen's butler. <clears throat> Fantastic. And I got put in a tag match, too. I believe we talked about this. Yeah, it's been brought up. I, 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 ARW slipped my mind, but I remember you being a butler for somebody, and when you said Dave Allen, it all kind of came back, yeah. But if you go to ARW, you go as a fucking uh, wrestler, not a referee. That's right. That's the plan. Because I have, I have an interest of doing something specific there, but I will not. Uh, I will not discuss that. I will not give a hint. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, anyway, so American Legion Post, 11899 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $10. You can get your tickets in advance. They are available. Uh, just contact ARW Pro on Facebook. All right. Um, let's see. One match. Uh, let's see. Oh, we'll go here. Um, the tag team title tournament continues. It's Youth Gone Wild versus Lennox Leon and VJ Price. I believe this is his debut at ARW. Dude's definitely branching out into the uh into different companies, which is good for him. Hell to the yeah. Fuck yeah, good for him. Nick Diamond versus Max Holiday in a rematch. This time, no count outs. So oh, Nick fuck. Diamond can cannot run away like a bitch. Yeah, Holiday's definitely gonna win. Yeah, he has to. Oh he's going to. From former Former three-time longest-reigning SCW champion. Come on now. And current greatest POW heavyweight champion. That's right. They should just retire the POW belt at this moment. Just be like, no one will ever succeed higher than this very moment. That's right. Regardless of what Hedford says in his fucking uh, post about hopefully someone can take it off that SCW guy. It's like, hey, man, we're not fighting anymore. We're all fucking friends. Calm the fuck down. Plus, well, you don't have a job of, anymore. Right. His contract <laughs> expired. He is now right. a paying fan. Right. He's a fucking nobody now. So he could have now... been, been on the show and maybe they would. You know what? I bet you if he would have came on the show like he was invited to do, they'd probably be like, wow, we need to resign this motherfucker. But the contract exactly. ended with no resigning. You know, they do that. They do that to people who they don't need anymore. Exactly, or never really wanted. He yeah, he's a boy. nobody. He probably got the he probably, he probably got the job because he's somebody's fucking child. Well, it kind of is, but that um <clears throat> um <laughs> I know what's funny about that. I think I uh we I dealt with that little bastard when he was a child at Elite Pro because his daddy was our camera guy. Wait, seriously? His dad's in the business? Yeah. That's phenomenal. Um, let's see. We got a fatal four-way for the Indiana State title. It is BLW, the champion, versus Dave Allen, versus JPH, versus Excalibur. I've always been a fan of Excalibur. Oh, yeah. Um... Let's see, for the ARW title, it is Nick Cutler 
the absolute answer, the champion, versus his former best friend, the guy that he just turned on, Greg Glover. Hmm. Typical Cutler. Good thing he never did that to me. Well, I only had one tag match with them too, so I, and I'll take the win. Awful one, bro. Yeah, the the, right. the, the 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 dude knows what he needs to do to, to succeed. So I can't fall. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Joey Boom Boom plans on ending this Mark White bullshit that's been going on for the past year. Mark White uh, obviously wants full control of ARW, and Joey Boom Boom is not going to give it to him. And I think this is finally going to happen, where it's going to be them one on one. But we all know, when it comes to Mark White, it's never one-on-one. His horde will be there, and we know it. But I'm hoping for Joey Boom Boom to finally end this bastard. Um, Joey Boom Boom is the one and only owner of ARW, and that's going to stay that way. Nobody fucks with Joey Boom Boom. Especially Mark White. Go back to the, go back to washing cars, alright? It's hard to take someone seriously when they go by boom boom. Boom boom pow, I guess. Boom boom boom, let me say well. <laughs> um there's gonna be a contract signing uh for a homegrown talent. The first homegrown talent of ARW, Donovan Ruiz. And I'm. I read that he's got multiple titles. I want to say in uh, amateur wrestling and other sports, mm-hmm. and in one of the first uh, homegrown talent of ARW. So it's officially going to happen. A contract signing to make it official. That's awesome. Congrats. And then um, I'm not sure if any like other matches will be announced. I'm sure they will. And then I'll. We'll probably talk about them next week, but um, other than that, Ivan Manson will make his final address to the fans. That's really the biggest reason I want to go. I feel bad that I didn't get to catch his last match, but um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have an opportunity to talk to him anyways about all this, but I would love to at least be there at uh, his uh, his farewell, if you will. For sure. <coughs> Damn it, I didn't hit pause. Bastard, I'm a monster. Yes, you <laughs> bitch. Alright, um, that's the end of ARW Pro. Um, again, it's uh, the American Legion Post 100, 1899 Central Avenue, Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open 6.30pm, bell time 7.30pm. The, be- the night before Thanksgiving, it's called Black and Blue Wednesday. Tickets are just $10.00. Messaged ARW Pro on Facebook for advanced tickets. Um, stay tuned to their Facebook page for more matches if, if more comes up and any other information. Otherwise, we will still talk about it next week for a brief rundown. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see you then. All right. We got a show Friday. This Friday. November 18th, Chicago-style wrestling returns for Second City Showdown 2. 
9757 Pacific Avenue in Franklin Park. This is the uh, season finale, correct? Season finale. Gotcha. So there will not be a show in December. Uh, tickets are uh, just one flat price of the general mission is $25. Doors are open at 6.30 p.m., bell time 7.30 p.m. You can get your tickets um, in advance there as well. Um, look through the Facebook page for the link. Ah, let's see, where do I want to start? There's so many great matches. Um, I'll start with this one. Uh, Marco, um, saying the name already. All right, four way for number one contendership for the tag team titles is Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan versus that Alpha Zeta Zeta versus Team Babushka. Versus Big Mood. That will be an interesting uh, Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan have been cleaning a house. Um, Alpha Zeta Zeta been, you know, young up-and-comers, so I'm on these on them, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan are still the strangest tag team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But they get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Adam Stallion will be taking on Davey Richards. Um, Shane Hollister will be taking on Marche Rocket. For the tag team titles, it's going to be a street fight. The Hate Keepers, who are the champions, the new champions, versus the Dope Kings. Ah. Another fatal four-way for the women's title. It is your favorite, Evil Sierra. God, fucking Evil Sierra. Versus I, the it bothers, it bothers me I can't get her down to SCW. I mean, it's a good thing, because obviously she is, like, fucking mega-booked. Oh, yeah. Like, months out, and I get that, but... Man, could you imagine, like, an Evil Sierra and, um... What's her, what's her uh... What's her guy's name? Uh, Joey Avalon. Joey Avalon versus, like, Aaron Xavier and Angel. That would be interesting. Fucking gonna be a great fucking match. I see why I book. <laughs> um, so it'll be Sierra versus the champion Heather Reckless versus mm-hmm. the returning Ashley. Uh, I don't want to butcher her name. I'm gonna, but I'm going to. Well, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Maybe I can say it. So you don't bash well, another fucking wrestler. All right, well, then the fourth one is Bombshell Shelly. Bombshell Shelly's fairly new, right? Yeah. But she's kicking ass. She's making a name for herself big time. I think she was one of the people that I was kind of looking at, like, I wonder if we get her into SCW and kind of grow the women's division a little bit more. Hell, yeah. Uh, okay, so Southland Championship Wrestling, or I'm not sorry, huh. Chicago-style wrestling. 
Let's get that. Where's the match cards at? That's, <coughs> that's not it. Fucking mute the goddamn. No, I'm kidding. You're fine, bud. Yours aren't as as aggressive as mine are, which I think is okay. That makes it fine. Uh, what the hell is that? There it is. Okay. So you got Sierra, Heather, Reckless, Ashley, Diambo. I don't fucking know. Amboy? Diambo? It's actually, it, it's not, it doesn't sound how it spells. Steve actually said it last week on the Power Hour, but I, I don't remember. Diambois? Maybe? God, I don't believe him. Amboy? Either way, her name, it, it's Ashley. <laughs> Sorry, I do apologize to her. Um, if you want, you can slap me across the face when you see me. I, I'm not good with uh, pronouncing names or words. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if I make it to this fucking show, I would love for her just to fucking hit me a little bit. <laughs> she, I, she's been on AEW, right? The names does seem familiar. She's, um, she's been at CSW before. Um, she is known in the Midwest. No, AEW. She's been on AEW. Just saying, yeah, she's been AEW, but I'm just saying she's been to CSW before. Why don't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's been on AEW. But yeah, that's going to be a fatal four-way for the women's title. Uh, are we going to see a title change? Out of Rexus? Tearing it up. I don't know. I don't know where I put my money on this one. Because they're all four of these women are top of the line talent right there. They all four of them should have contracts at this point. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's okay. So here's one. Um, the Rings of Destiny match for the number one contendership for the heavyweight title. Ten men will enter. In a Royal Rumble type rules match. And the win um when it Dumb comes was. Okay. Uh, so you don't it it's almost like dumbass. But not. But not. So were you able to hear what I said? Yeah, you're talking about the the 10-man battle uh, thingy. So it starts out like Royal Rumble rules. My um, mind fucking wanders, bro. If I need to fucking accomplish something, I'll do it. Okay, good. So it starts out like the Royal Rumble. Two men enter, and then every so many seconds, uh, another one comes out. Um, It goes until there are four left. Once there are four left, now it's... it's over the top rope rule, so both feet have to touch the floor. Now, when it comes to the final four, it becomes an, a, a fatal four way elimination. So, pin so down off. to the final four, fatal four way elimination. Yeah. And then okay. the winner will get a future title shot for the heavyweight title. Fucking the winner should be the champion with a match like that. Right. Um, the participants, I should mention that. Jax Johnson versus Inestra versus Acid Jazz versus Cody James versus Ryan Matthews versus TJ Steele versus Solomon Tupu 
versus Conan Lycan versus Steve Boz versus Cypher. Again, it starts with two. One person enters after a minute or so and comes down to a fatal four-way elimination match. Whew, winner gets the title shot. <clears throat> um, we're also inducting Willie the Bomb Richardson into the CSW Hall of Fame. Fucking Willie. Deserves it. Yes, he does. Fucking deserves it. And then, let's see. Um, now, for the CSW heavyweight title, in a two out of three falls match, it is actually... Is it weird that C-Red couldn't confirm nor deny if he's going to be in attendance for that? A little weird, but maybe he just still can't confirm or deny he's going to be there. Uh, I don't like it. It is C-Red. He's a bit of a nut. Little crazy right there. Um, <laughs> so, for the CSW Heavyweight title, two out of three falls, it's Axel Rico versus Joey Avalon, the champion. Now, if Axel Rico does not win this match, does not win the title, he will get no more chances at the heavyweight title as long as Joey is the champion. Good. Fair. 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 Steve, you know, Steve made a good decision on that. It's rare. Well, he didn't make the decision technically. He he just allowed it. But uh for this possibly being Steve's last CSW show. Um, I think he did good with this card, and there could be more matches coming. <clears throat> it's a solid show. Like I said, I've been I've been mean trying to get try to get up to a CSW show for a while. Franklin Park is a little bit of a drive, but I don't. Know. You gonna make it? I am senior official. Of course, I'm gonna make it. Okay. See, the problem is I don't want to sit by myself. It's just boring. I'll put you in the corner with Steve. If you put me somewhere where I'm not near people, it'd be even better. Uh, good luck with that, because it's been standing room only lately. Uh, where does Steve go? Uh, by the entranceway. Where he just sits there by himself? No, he sits with Stampane, and they do commentary. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't want to stand either. I don't know. I do want to go to a show though. It does sound fun. They, they they sound like great shows all the fucking around. That Dreamwave, I gotta make a power one. I really gotta drive up to Phoenix Pro Wrestling. There's a lot of companies I gotta go to. People are all like, Travis, do you come up and see our show? And I'm like, cool your jets, fuckers. God. Hot oh. Uh, Rocket Pro, I gotta, I gotta go to Rocket Pro. Fucking Damian State wants me to come Rocket Pro. Gotta get there, man. Come on. I know, at least Damian State invited me. I invite you all the time. Uh-huh. Told you I'd have a seat for you. But... When's the next Rocket Pro show? December 3rd. That's right. Uh, so, um, there obviously there will be a Futures Battle Royal as always. 
Uh, the, you know, young stars will get to showcase their talent. Um, there have been a, there has been a pre-show match as well. Uh, different guys every time. So we'll see what happens there. Again, Chicago Style Wrestling returns this Friday, November 18th, Second City Showdown 2. I can't count past that. Uh, 9757 Pacific Avenue, $25 general admission. Can't get tickets in advance. Go to the link on the Facebook page. Uh, 6.30 bell time, or no, 6.30 doors open, bell time 7.30. A goose. And that's the end. That's all I got for the tit. Um, there is, uh, Crash Test is Wrestling coming up <coughs> next Saturday. I will have more information on that next week. Along gotcha. with results from the shows. Gotcha. Southland Championship Wrestling Feast or Famine is happening this Saturday. Uh, I don't have a match card. I don't have any idea what matches are going on there as of yet. <clears throat> because uh, apparently I'm part of the final meeting, not the all meetings, but whatever. Um, but we'll post the uh, matches and stuff that is come available on our Facebook page. It is out at the Shabant Civic Center this Saturday. Uh, November 19th, door opens at 6, bell time is at 7, tickets are $15. Uh, get out there, check it out. I know there are going to be people in attendance like Hunter Payne, uh, Aaron Xavier, Angel, um, Eric Odinson, Natasha Crane, uh, I believe. I, I want to say... Hmm, I don't know. I know who's going to be there, but they got to be a surprise. I mean, it's a surprise. I can't say. I can't say he's going to be there. It's a surprise. But uh, obviously, a lot of your SCW favorites are going to be there. Um, uh, Koa, obviously, is going to be in attendance. Uh, one of the uh, most popular, the, the the rising star of uh, SCW uh, since his return back. He has been one talked about constantly. So <clears throat> make sure you guys get uh, SCW Feast or Famine this Saturday and check that out. It'll definitely be an interesting show. Um, it'll definitely be a rage reaction for us, um, especially after, uh, I guess, in a way, we lost the elimination match, even though technically we won, but some... Well, see, and, that's, and that's the thing, too, man. So, if if the SCW fans didn't buy the POW pay-per-view, they have no idea what they're walking into Saturday. Because as far as everything's concerned, the war is over. A truce has been made. A treaty has been set. Petty people like you have to fucking move on. Why do I have to move on? Because you have to. It's just how it is. I will not move on until I get justice. Let me ask you a question, there, Nubby. Uh, uh, you, uh, Thanksgiving. You enjoy Thanksgiving. You enjoy Thanksgiving dinners. Yes. At your at your Thanksgiving dinners, is there pie? Yeah, but I don't eat the pie. You don't eat pie? Why? I don't like pie. You don't like any kind of pie. Well, there's a certain pie, but I won't say it on there. There you go. Uh, let me ask you this, Nubby. Do you like uh do you like mashed potatoes? I am the mashed potato king. 
Okay, so let's say you got a plate full of potatoes. You know, you're scooping it over at the table and you're walking it to your seat. And I was like, oh no, you trip and fall and these potatoes land all over the ground. Are you going to pick up those potatoes and continue to eat them even though they're on the filthy, dirty fucking ground? No, you're going to get over it, clean it up, and move the fuck on. And that's where we're at right now. You don't know me very well. Move the fuck on, turtle. I can't move on. I just it's time, can't. It's time, it's time to move on, Nubby. You, you, gotta, you gotta fucking move on. It's just, it, this is the biggest part about life, man. And I've accepted this, and I hope one day you do too. Things aren't always going to be something that you can handle or deal with or find a, find a resolution for. They have resoluted it for all of you guys already. You don't need to be Team SCW against POW anymore because there is no more Team SCW against POW. The feud is over. The war is dead. There's been a treaty. There's been a, a come together, if you will. Japan ain't mad at us anymore, and we're not mad at them for what happened in 1941 or 42, whatever the hell it was. Because we moved on. Sure, I can maybe move on <laughs> from the aspect of Powell versus SCW. Who, who, who do you have a grudge with, like, like right now? Not, not Powell in general, but the people from Powell. Hedford, gone. Is not done. He put his hands on me. He's he led gone, that, not done. He led that charge. Gone. He led that charge into our school, which I will still say is the most dis- disrespectful kind of bullshit you could ever do. A school is sacred ground. It is like church. You don't fuck with church. And what it's did gone. they do? They fucked with our church. It's gone, bro. Sacred ground. Disrespectful. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You're upset that Powell came into the SCW school during high voltage and attacked all you guys. That's all well and good. Are you mad at Terry for putting me hooks into the tournament for my title? I didn't book that shit. Somebody booked that shit. And, oh, someone booked it against me. Yeah, I didn't do that. But you said you did. You said you put me in the tournament. Because I'm the fall guy, Nubby. No, I'm kidding. It was me. It was me, Nubby. It was me (laughs) all along. (laughs) Just like it was earlier. And then. How are you not mad at me? I put me hooks in it. Why aren't you mad at me? I was mad at you. But then I realized. You got over it. See? I I realized there was more people to be mad at. And now. Take this opportunity to be stronger. I want my revenge on certain people. And I want to... Brian Allen, he pulled me out of the ring. The referee? The referee. He put his hands on me. You put your hands on me, you pay the price. And not VJ price. Oh, oh, nubby. And then Meat Hooks. That <sighs> damn bastard, for no reason, in his own match... Pick me up and drop me down. Oh yeah, he fucked you up, bro. Nobody fucks me up. Can I uh, can I be honest with you right now, Nubby? And I don't want you to I don't want you to be upset with me when I tell you this. But I want to be honest with you because because I feel like us doing this, we we've, we've become close again. You know, former former elite pro dojo uh compadres, you know, so I want to be honest with you, I want to be upfront and real with you here. Um, 
when uh when Hunter Payne stood in the middle of that ring at Powell's Wrestle Rage and uh offered the olive branch of peace in a in a in a collective, you know, unit of Powell and SCW. I was happy. Because now I don't gotta worry about getting my belt away from fucking Powell. I can now embrace the fact that I got a really tough motherfucker who's holding my championship. And that makes me feel good about that. And I want you to be okay with what I'm saying here, Navi, because down the line, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get you a high-voltage title match. But I'm kind of okay with the champion I have right now. Well, I'm not okay with him having the title that he did not deserve. That's true. Well, there are a bunch of people that are in line. A bunch of people want title shots. I'll have to figure it out. Like I said, I don't get to make final sayings. I can only give input, and hopefully somebody agrees to it. So I'll make sure your name stays in the talks. It'll stay in conversation. Um, So when it happens, make sure you stay fucking ready. I am... Always ready. Excellent. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? I am perfectly satisfied with my tit. Excellent. Guys, make sure you check us out on social media, at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook is the best place for you to catch all the information on our show uh, about what we talk about when the show is released and everything. Uh, you can find our show when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling, or the JFW Podcast. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, I say let's ring the bell in this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Nubby. I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.